Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's this week's episode. Welcome everyone to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. I'm Jessie Ledoux McMullen, Pageant Planet's queen of customer success, and I'm joined by a very special guest, my friend, Mrs. Lakeisha Edwards of the the international pageant coordinator of the I Am Pageant Powerhouse organization. So that was a new title to give Lakeisha. That's why I stumbled a little bit. It's brand new. And if you're wondering what I Am Pageant Powerhouse is, you are in luck because you're going to get the scoop from A to Z today, which is why Lakeisha's joining me. So welcome, Lakeisha. Hey, Jesse. Thank you so much for having me. It is truly an honor to get on um, with you guys with the Pageant Planet just to kind of share a little bit. This is all new for everybody. So this is a great opportunity. So thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So if you are listening and you're like, okay, well, that's really nice, but I have no idea who the heck Lakeisha is. I do want to give our listeners a chance to get to know you. So can you just start by telling us a bit about your pageant industry involvement for those that may not uh, be so familiar with you yet? Absolutely. Completely understandable. You know, I I really do feel like, you know, I'm kind of a big fish in my small world. Um, So we are definitely expanding on that now with the creation of the I Am Pageant Powerhouse. Um, Prior to January 2nd, um, a lot of girls knew me as the national coordinator for National American Miss. Um, But even prior to that, just to give a little bit of people kind of my pageant history, um, going back a little bit further, I started out in pageants when I was 16. Um, Unfortunately, I feel like I did not know about pageants when I was younger, like some of these girls getting started at four and five. I wish I would have, but I started, I found out about pageants when I was 16. Um, Actually, Steve and Kathleen Mays, the founders of the I Am Pageant Powerhouse and National American Miss, sent me a letter in the mail and I had no idea what a pageant was, but I took a leap of faith and it sounded like something fun. Mm -hmm. I took all their information, went to one of their open calls, found out all the details. I um, am from the great state of Texas. I was fortunate enough to take part in the Texas teen title. And I'm not going to tell you what year. You can go Google <laughs> if you want to find out. But that's our It was like five years now. ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, like very recent. Ago. Yeah, seeing <laughs> as I have an eight and nine-year-old child, but we'll just go with five years ago. <laughs> so basically, but I was so fortunate and shocked whenever I actually heard my name called as the Miss Texas teen. Um, I went on to the national event with Stephen Kathleen. I was actually awarded second runner-up at the national event. I won their national acting title. I was first runner-up in their national uh, modeling title. I won the Miss Personality, which is what I was most proud about. Shocking. Um, after, thank you. It's just, you know, a little shocking, but like I said, <laughs> I, I never meet a stranger. But after that, I was actually already in college. I just started college at the age of 16. And I just didn't have time really to compete anymore. But I found this passion that I only had one year to do. And I was really sad. So thank goodness, Stephen Kathleen kind of sat down with me and gave me some options. So I started working for Stephen Kathleen and National American Miss kind of part time over the summers. Once I graduated with my bachelor's in management and marketing, I did finish and get my MBA. And as soon as I finished with my MBA, they hired me full time as their director of marketing and national coordinator. So that's really where I got my big break and my start in the pageant world. And I mean, best thing ever, because that has really, I mean, helped me 
to be able to work with these girls from all across the country and now all across the world to really help them have those same experiences that that I've had. And I really feel like a lot of who I am and the things that I've accomplished is because of competing in pageants. I feel like, you know, I could not speak as eloquently as I can and talk to girls and share my passion because I've started from where they have. I started from, you know, attending an open call to not knowing what I was doing on that stage to winning a state title, doing extremely well at the national level. And now I'm here full circle doing this, you know, for our for our girls and even my daughter now even competes in pageants. So it's I really am able to see it now from the contestant side, from a mother's side, from a competitor, from all angles. So that's just a little bit of my history. And I think that's what makes me so um just just so proud of what I do because I've been able to see it from all sides and I understand all um, angles from this. Yeah, I love I love that you said well, there's a couple of things I loved that you said. The first of which was that it was pageantry that gave you so many of those skills in order to be successful uh, because that's a, a story we hear time and time again in the industry. The other thing I loved that you talked about was you leveraged pageants, experiences, contacts for your career. You're kind of living the dream for a lot of people in our industry that get Absolutely. to do this full time. Not mm -hmm. when in our industry gets that luxury. I say it's a luxury, but I know it's a lot of hard, <laughs> hard work on your end. So I don't mean to downplay that at all, but it's those, those roles are few and far between. Um, and I love that you said you use the contacts uh, throughout and you showed your skills. And as a title holder, if you were a bum of a title holder, I highly doubt that Stephen Kathleen would have sought you out to work full time. So when you are a title holder, it's so important to be delivering on every plan you set out to do and impress those directors because you know what it will turn into. That is a really good point, Justin. I just want to elaborate on that because I mean, you know, I know a lot of girls, you know, hear the saying, you know, old queens never die. They just become staff. And <laughs> I will tell you, that is such a true statement because even though we might not even be um, intentionally looking, but mentally as a, you know, human, just we're watching like, oh my gosh, you know, that girl over there, you know, she's just here as our, you know, Minnesota preteen, but she's been helping the girls and answering questions or that girl over there, you know, we just saw her, you know, just really just taking the initiative to stand out and answer questions. <clears throat> so you never know, you know, what opportunities. I mean, even some of our staff members, you know, yeah, they, you know, they're, they're getting older. I'm not kicking any of our staff out, but you never know when we might need a new choreographer or a new staff member or a new part of our production team. So we're always looking for that opportunity. So you always, you know, put your best foot forward as a queen to do your best because you never know where this might go in the future. Yeah, I feel like this is a totally different podcast entirely that maybe we should maybe make a note to have in the future of how to work in the pageant industry. But I want to segue to today's podcast because there's so much to cover. And if you've been living under a rock for the last 10 days, let me catch you up to speed. So at the International Junior Miss Finals last week, International Junior Miss um, happens every year. It was pushed back over uh, the holidays, over New Year's because um, of COVID-19, like a lot of other pageants had to adjust. A huge surprise announcement was made at the finals that that I am International Junior Miss was merging with National American Miss, which already is the largest pageant in the United States. So today we're going to talk about what that means and let you know who or where you can go if you have more questions. And Lakeisha, I have to tell you the story of how I found out. So I, I've known Lakeisha and the National American Miss staff for a long time. Um, so and I think I just saw you guys, what, five weeks ago for Thanksgiving for the yeah, national pageant yeah, yeah. Um, as I help out with the runway competition. But so I'm sitting there in bed and my pageant planet chat, my staff chat bings. And it's like, IJM is merging with National American Miss. And I'm like, 
No, that's ridiculous. That's no way. That can't be right. And then the follow-up was, yeah, Lakeisha Edwards is on stage right now at IJM. I said, oh, this is real. <laughs> so the fact that one, you guys surprised me and I saw you five weeks ago and two, it's really hard to keep a secret in pageant, like oh, really hard. So how the heck did you do it? Well, let me just say it was <laughs> the hardest secret I've ever had to keep in my entire life. Um, and that is such an understatement. Um, first of all, you know, we, this was something that happened very, very quickly. Once we found out, um, myself, Steve and Kathleen Mays found out that it was even an opportunity for this to happen. We started, you know, the talks and the conversations with Nikki and Jess, the, you know, the previous international directors. Um, so of course it had to be top secrets. We didn't know if it would even go through. So we didn't want to start any kind of rumors or anything like that if it wasn't even going to go through. So the first thing we did when we first met with them is, I mean, you know, this is two businesses joining um, with all business people, you know, related. So we had to sign actually two non-disclosure agreements. So we were legally bound not to tell anybody anything other than the people that were in that room. So I'll be completely honest with you. Like our national office staff didn't know, our NAM state directors didn't know, our national office manager, you know, didn't know, nobody knew, our queens didn't know. So it had to be top secret. And also we were working out the logistics and finalizing. Um, the big secret is nothing was actually signed off until I I want to say a day or two maybe before the actual international finals before that was actually made that announcement was made because we were still working out logistics and finding the um, signing the final paperwork so it had to be top secret one because we didn't want it to leak out and then it not happen but mm -hmm. more or less just legally we could not say anything and I have to tell you so it's just, you know you have your funny story I have mine when I did the announcement, for those of you that saw it, I had like one of the NAM queens, one of the AA queens, one of the IGM queens and America's Junior Miss. I will, I'm going to be completely honest. I lied to them. I 100% <laughs> lied to them. I, cause I couldn't tell them what it was, but I needed to. Right. Have so I said, Hey guys, I'm thinking about maybe, you know, towards the end of the show, maybe we'll get with some of the other queens and do like a power pose. Maybe we'll do something and have this cute picture that we can use to, you know, cross relations and this and that, like totally downplayed it. I was like, so yeah, everybody knows what the power pose is. I'll just, you'll stand here. You'll stand here. So when you call your name, just, you know, just listen for your name and come to your spot. Don't worry about anything else. So I will tell you Delaney Walker, our national American Miss teen, as soon as I walked off the stage with her, cause she was on my side when we walked off, she turned around and like Miss Lakeisha, what was that about? <laughs> what just <laughs> happened? Delaney, I'm so sorry. I lied to you. <laughs> so literally, even the people that were on stage with me had no earthly idea. And I mean, I joke about it. It is kind of funny. But I mean, I know there was a lot of people that I set with that week. Like I was at the International Junior Miss Pageant that entire week. But here's the, even if this merger was not going on, I would have been there the entire week because I know so many of those girls. We came there to support a lot of our NAM girls that were competing in International Junior Miss. Um, my, my daughter, for example, she had two photo shoots with Kathy Whitaker, who's a phenomenal photographer. Um, we had two photo shoots on two different days scheduled. Um, you know, some of her sister queens from the previous year when she competed in International Junior Miss were competing. And we lived. 30 minutes away from where they were hosting the event. So I had already had hotel reservations to be there that entire week, even before this merger came about. So, you know, some people have, have you know, have made the words, you know, well, oh, Miss Lakeisha knew because she was going to be there. Well, yes, I knew because it was all going on, but I would have been there regardless to support our NAM girls and just girls in general. So that is how we were able to keep that secret. And like I said, one of the hardest things, I mean, I was literally talking to some of my dear friends and 
some of the girls, you know, that I knew were competing and I could not tell them anything. I mean, like literally inside I'm dying, but I just, I could not legally or ethically say anything. So I, I that I'm makes so it easier. I would all say out there. <laughs> well, especially too, you're so close with your yes. entire NAM national staff, your, your state directors. Yes. So when did they find out? So honestly, at the event, so, so no. So, so I, we had intentions of how we were going to roll it out. I know Nikki and Jess had their intentions as well. We'll go into that later. But for our NAM state directors, Steve Mays was actually in his car driving to the hotel for the announcement when he called each NAM state director individually to tell them the mm. news. <laughs> wow. That's well, how top secret this was. Well, again, like we just said, like this was a secret, but we also, when Miss USA just changed hands here. Right. And we yeah. heard, I mean, I heard rumors of that months ago. Mm-hmm. And for Miss USA to kind of, like, that news trickled out, like, several weeks before the actual announcement came out. Right. So I totally get why it was, like, the 11th hour. Mm-hmm. Because, again, news oh, travels God. very fast in our industry, oh, yes. as we oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's discuss some of the main questions. Because I've seen nothing but crazy buzz about this news. So I want to address some of the questions that we've seen our listeners asking about. And I want to caveat this by saying you and I did speak already on this. So kind of warm Mm -hmm. us up and everything that our listeners are going to hear today is for 2021 only as a transition year and could evolve. Doesn't mean nothing's going to stay the same that you're going to hear, but it does mean there's opportunity for change. But of course, with every business merger, there has to be a transition period. So that's what you're going to hear about today. So Lakeisha, tell me who is eligible for National American Miss and IJM at Nationals and kind of what that looks like on the surface. Sure, of course. And and like Jesse said, I just want to quickly reiterate, this is a transition year. We just found out about this merger. It just came about, I mean, you know, a week ago, um, you know, right behind NAM Nationals, International, you know, internationals event. So we have not had a lot of time to work out the logistics from A to Z. We have enough to lay it out to tell you what's going on. Um, and also there's still a pandemic going on in this world. So, you know, it's hard to plan a lot. Oh, that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. So we are doing everything that we can, but a lot of these things, like I said, are set for sure in 2021, but we don't know what 2022 is going to bring. So I'll share with you kind of our plans um, going forward. But again, what I'm really here to focus on is to make sure that everybody understands 2021. So let's talk about 2021 for the I Am Pageant Powerhouse. Mm-hmm. So the I Am Pageant Powerhouse is simply the umbrella company because we we do not want to change NAM. We don't want to change IJM. We are just hosting them together now underneath the administration of Steve and Kathleen Mays under the I Am Pageant Powerhouse. So that's the first thing I want to make sure everybody understands. For NAM, because that's where we come from, our history, NAM really is not going to change. NAM is still NAM. NAM will still have their state events over the summer. You can qualify as a state queen. You if um, you can qualify to go into All-American Miss. Those girls will still go to NAM Nationals the week of Thanksgiving at the beautiful Hyatt Regency Orlando and compete for a National American Miss or National All-American Miss title. So in theory, we'll go into some more details, but in theory, that kind of stays the same. When it comes to IJM for 2021, All IJM 2021 titles will be appointed because, again, transition, pandemic, we don't know if we'll be able to host, you know, all of our events even. So it has to be just this is the way that we can make it work for 2021. Leaping forward, we absolutely 100 percent plan to have live IJM state pageants in 2022. Just want to get that out there. Let's say it. Let's say it again. They do. There is a plan to have IJM state pageants in 2022. Let's say it It twice. 
it is not just a plan. It is facts. We will be hosting live pageants. Unless the pandemic says otherwise, we will be hosting live pageants for IJM in 2022, hands down, without a doubt. Amazing. Okay. So, but again, 2021, if you want to be an IJM 2021 title holder, you need to go to IJM. 2021.com. That is the website that you will go to to apply to be a title holder. IGM 2021 is wide open. All you have to do is go on that site, apply. The fees are all listed there. There's a $50 registration fee that you're going to pay from the beginning just to apply for that title. Once you have made your $495 international sponsorship fee, then you can claim your title that's still available. Um, it is a first come first serve basis. Once you've made that $50 and $495 payment, then you will be putting in your, your, your three choices. We ask you to put in three choices in order. If you want to be Texas, Lone Star State, or Heart of Texas, you'll put them in an order. So if Texas, let's say your preteen is still available, that's the title you'll get. If someone has already claimed that title, then you would be Lone Star Preteen. If somebody's claimed that title, then you would be Heart of Texas Preteen. So that's what it means for somebody that are maybe new to that system for the, your three choices. Because some of those, you know, and the minute I made that announcement, that website was live. So we have probably already awarded about 20 to 30 titles already. Wow. And probably about 50 to 60 girls have already applied, um, but have not made the full payment to claim their title. So, so I, I, have, I do have a uh, question on that. So yeah. those three titles you just mentioned, mm -hmm. are those titles that already exist in the International Junior Miss system? Or does like every state have the opportunity to have the state or state or country, right? Because it's yeah, international. Absolutely. Uh, state and then option two and option three, or are they able to like type in what they would want their title to be? Is it set or is there flexibility? So very good question. I'm so glad you asked that. Oh, thank you. The uh, so first part, so several different answers I have for that. So first okay. thing is you can type in anything and everything. We will let you know if that is not available. I will say that IGM is a lot more wide open as far as titles that are available. So you can be, um, you know, Heart of Texas, Lone Star State, Blue Bonnet State, you know, Yellow Flower State. I mean, you can be, you know, Heart of, you know, any of that. You can be South Texas. You can be North Texas. Um, if Got you're it. international, you can be, you know, Philippines, Ireland. Um, any of those are available. You know, as long as you have some type of connection, descent, um, you know, any type, you know, things like that. Again, it is very wide open. Put what you want. If it's not available or we are not able to give that to you, we will contact you directly to let you know. But in general, you type in what you want. 90% of those girls will get one of the three that they put in, or we will contact you to let you know if, if those are not options. So that's as far as the titles go. And sure. you brought up the next thing on my point. 2020 IJM delegates. If you were a 2020 IJM delegate with a 2020 IJM title and you were not able to compete on January 2nd, you need to listen right now. Okay. First things first, we are still transitioning. I am getting all of the files and paperwork and payments from the previous administration. I'm hoping to have all of that by the end of next week. Once I have all of that, I will be sending each of them an individual email to let them know um, all their funds, where that is, where that stands. But what you can do right now, if you are a, if you were a 2020 IJM delegate that could not attend um, the international pageant this past month, you should go right now to IJM2021.com. You should make just the $50 payment to for your registration fee. That will put you into the 2021 system. You will be able to compete at internationals in November in Florida. 
100%. Here's how the titles will work. You will remain the 2020 title holder. So let's just say we're talking about the 2020 Keystone State preteen. Okay, I just made up that title. So if there is a girl, I'm talking to you. Um, So we have a 2020 Keystone State preteen that could not attend due to COVID, due to whatever reason. Sure. She right now has opportunity to go to the international pageant this November and compete as the 2020 Keystone State preteen. Now, if somebody wants that 2021 title, they can go to the website, IGM2021.com, and they can pay their money, apply. They could be appointed as the 2021 Keystone State preteen. So at the international pageant, we could have two Keystone State preteens where normally we couldn't, but one will be listed literally as the 2020 Keystone State preteen. The other one will be listed as the 2021 Keystone State preteen. This is a prime example of another one of those transition things. This will not happen in the future. This will not happen in 2022 going forward, but we have to have this transition because I know there were several girls that could not attend due to the pandemic, due to other reasons. So we want to make sure that those girls can um, you know, compete for that title, those funds. We, you know, we're going to go over all that with them on what's rolling over for them. But absolutely, they can do that. And one more step is if that 2020 Keystone State preteen wants the 2021 title for Keystone State preteen, she can claim that also. So even though she has funds on account and everything, we can get all that taken care of for her. If she wants to claim the 2021 title right now, she would need to go to that same website, pay her $50, pay the $495. Then she could also be the 2021 Keystone State preteen. So she would be the 2020 and 2021 title holder. All right. Say that link again. Sure. So that is IJM2021.com for everything to apply to compete at internationals in November. So that's incredible news for anyone that for whatever reason couldn't attend because I know there were date shifts. And of course, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned a hundred times, the pandemic, I really quick want to illustrate the difference between national American miss and international junior miss. So I know national American miss, so I'll say that one. And then Lakeisha confirm for IJM for me, national American miss, the required competitions that, that weigh into the national title are equally weighed. It's formal wear, private Mm -hmm. interview and onstage introduction. Um, and there's no makeup for 12 and under. Is that correct? Correct. For national. Very natural. Mm-hmm. And then for IJM, you say it because I, I don't even want to guess. Absolutely. So basically, IJM is staying IJM. All of their required competitions that they have had previously are staying the same. They are still doing their evening gown on stage. They are still having their interview and they have fun fashion as Mm. part of their overall um, requirements for their overall title. So that will remain the same. Again, a lot of questions have been, you know, are we combining this or that? NAM will still be NAM. IJM will still be IJM. Some girls love IJM because they love more of the high fashion, the fun, you know, fun fashion side of the modeling. Um, Some girls love NAM because they're more speakers and they want to do personal introduction. Also, just to clarify, like, like Jesse just said, for NAM and All American, um, those girls 12 and younger, you know, if they notice makeup, they will deduct points. Correct. For IJM, if those girls 12 and younger want to wear makeup, absolutely. They can wear, you know, appropriate makeup for them. Because again, the lights tend to wash them out some, this and that. And some girls like that. Some girls like a little bit more of the glitz and glam. Um, some girls, you know, some parents are like, absolutely, I do not want my, you know, four-year-old in any type of makeup. And here's the deal. I respect both ways. My mm-hmm. daughter has competed in IJM as a, as a 
five-year-old. So I, you know, did have small age-appropriate makeup on her, but at the same time, I am a total advocate for National American Mist where there's, you know, no makeup, where if you notice makeup, you're deducted points. So I see both sides. Now, the great thing about this is girls have a choice. Yes. You decide what works best for you and you do you, boo. Yeah, I wanted to make sure to illustrate that because some of our listeners may really not even be familiar with either of the pageants. So this is your chance to like, here's both options and now it's your choice. So Mm -hmm. go in those directions. You also told me privately that, it's not privately, it's not a secret, but it was just in our like warm up chat that the age divisions are now being shifted, the IJM age divisions are being shifted to match the NAM divisions. And I'm going to guess, well, and I'm not going to guess them, I'm going to say them because I think I know them, but correct me Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong. Princess is four to six. Mm-hmm. Junior preteen is seven to nine. Correct. Preteen is eight. No. Yes. 10 to 12. Yep. Preteen is eight to 10. Uh, 10 to 12. 10 to 12. <laughs> uh huh. What am I missing? No, four you're four good. to six, seven to nine. Uh huh. Eight. Pre-teen. Preteen 10 to 12. Yes, ma'am. It is. Yep. 15, 13 to 15, junior teen. Um, 16 to 18 teen, and then above that is Miss. And um, do you want to talk about Ms.? Absolutely. So so again, just to reiterate so it's all clear, Princess is 4 to 6, Junior Preteen is 7 to 9, Preteen is 10 to 12, Junior Teen is 13 to 15, and our MISS is 19 to 24. These are all ages based on January 1st of the year of competition. So Again, that is one of the, you know, one of the few real big changes that we had to do because in order to put all the girls together in our database, our system, we had to have kind of matching age divisions. So it's only the two younger ones that had a little bit of just word terminology changing. The ages themselves are staying the same. It's just a different um, title. So just so people kind of understand that where that's coming from. Um, And the big thing, you know, one of the big questions that myself and the pageant plan have been getting is the MS division for IJM. I want to first start off by saying that National American Miss has had, we have annual directors meeting every single year. I'm actually leaving tomorrow to go to our annual directors meeting for the week. And we address this. This is a line item that's on our agenda every year. Should we have an MS division for girls 25 and up, um, whether married, not married, kids, this and that. We address it every year. We talk about the pros and cons. And I will say I love the MS division. I think, you know, those women are true role models for our princesses, for our younger girls, for our teens. They mm-hmm. serve a great purpose. They can make a more meaningful impact, I feel like, than some of the younger girls. Their voices are so strong. Much admiration and respect to every MS woman, lady out there. Um, but as we evaluate under National American Misses eyes and under our umbrella, We do not see that fit in our system for different reasons. Now, with that being said, I will tell you, um, for IJM, we will not be having the MS division anymore. So IJM will now stop at the MISS division for 19 to 24. Um, Hannah was just crowned as the new international junior miss for IJM. And I had a long talk with Hannah. Hannah came to me very respectfully, very maturely and said, hey, I understand you're not doing MS anymore. You know, I'll be the last title holder. Um, But I think it's worth having. So we had a long, great discussion. And I said, you know what, Hannah, I explained to her about us meeting each year. I'm not saying we'll never have an MS division. The one thing I am saying is we will not have it for 2021. But I gave Hannah a a challenge. I said, Hannah, you take this year and you be the best 
Ms. Queen you can be. And you prove to me and every other director why we should bring an MS division for 2022. So I don't want to get anybody's hopes up or make any promises. Um, we do not plan, we will not have it for 2021, but we have our annual director's meeting every January now, and we will reevaluate it every single year. So as of right now, we will not be having an MS division. Um, we do not plan to have one, but we will reevaluate it every single year. Cool. All right. So now we know who can compete at nationals this year. So the year 21, let's talk about the event itself. Uh, talk timing and experience. I believe the plan is to keep the pad during Thanksgiving week in Orlando. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. For 2021, absolutely. All of the titles underneath the I Am Pageant Powerhouse will all be competing the week of Thanksgiving in Orlando. And I have to say, I've read a lot of upset comments on this, which are totally fair because yeah. holidays are special for every family. But yeah. as someone who's personally attended NAM, I... I was maybe a little skeptical at first, but I, I want to give like a personal testimonial. I absolutely love spending Thanksgiving at the pad and I'm like always blown away how personal family oriented is. Uh, my first Thanksgiving bas banquet. Um, so they have a lovely banquet every year, traditional Thanksgiving food. So you're not missing out on that special meal. There are Christmas carolers. The entire National American Miss staff welcomes you in with your whole family. There's a beautiful slideshow that honors family members of contestants that are in the military, there are family games, like whose who's grandparents have been married the longest. And if they're in attendance, they stand and everyone cheers. It's just like, I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it because they take a really special mm -hmm. time of year and they, they extend it so you still feel like family. Um, so that's my little plug on Thanksgiving week. And plus like, then your summer is totally free. You don't have to arrange your right. summer vacation around a pageant if you don't want to. So so I personally like that. So um, Lakeisha, go ahead. Take it from here. So yeah, so, so absolutely. Like I said, our NAM event, I mean, you know, I'll be honest, you know, we're contracted for the next, you know, three or four years at the Hyatt Regency Orlando. So our NAM event will remain our NAM event um, every week during Thanksgiving. Um, our IJM event will be held under the IAM Pageant Powerhouse in 2021. Um, at the same week during Thanksgiving. Again, this is a transition year. I'm not saying in the future that it might not change. You know, as IJM grows, as it gets bigger, it might be something where, yeah, maybe we can split it off. Maybe it becomes its own, you know, um, actually held event. Maybe we do move it back to the summer. Again, like I said, we become bigger and better because we take the advice and the comments from our families and we listen and we adapt. So that is why we have an annual director's meeting every year to address these things. We actually sit down for an entire day and we go over, you know, what, what positive things have you heard? Where, what constructive criticism have you heard? What are your families most upset about? What did they tell you that they would like to see done a little bit differently? So a lot of the new things we have each year is based upon a comment or survey that we received. So again, I'm not saying it will change in 2022, 2023. But what I am saying is, yeah, there's always an option for anything. So, but for 2021, which is what we're really here to focus on is this transition year, all events will be held under the I Am Pageant Powerhouse and they will be Thanksgiving week. But you never know in the coming year or years when it could, you know, be a little bit different or held differently. Perfect. And I know a lot of other questions came through about the pageant itself. Um, so one person, I asked you this personally because I was so curious because I've been to both National American Miss and International Junior Miss and both pageants do some amazing and adorable photo uh, walls, backdrops, really things to get excited about on social media. Will both of those systems be represented in the same similar ways in Orlando in 21? 
Absolutely, 100%. I mean, we're all about, you know, decorating. I mean, I work with some fabulous ladies and we're all about, you know, hosting a great event, but it's going to look fabulous as well. Mm-hmm. Um, continue to have our NAM backdrops, our, I, we will have IJM backdrops. We got a lot of IJM backdrops through the merger. So some of the more classic, um, you know, IJM dynasty type backdrops will still be there as well. We will have IM pageant powerhouse, um, you know, backdrops as well. So everybody will be represented at the international pageant. The great thing about, um, our event as well is we have three amazing elaborate stages that Mr. Steve Mays has worked so hard on. Uh, but we have all all three of our main of our stages have LED lighting. So if there's NAM girls on stage, they will have their NAM logos behind them. If they're all American girls on stage, they'll have all American logos. If there are IGM girls on stage, they'll have IJM logos. So it's not like IJM girls will be walking on a stage with a big NAM logo behind them. Absolutely not. IJM is IJM. NAM is NAM. They are just all together now as one big happy family underneath the IM pageant powerhouse. I love that. So the other piece of the, of the national experience that's so important for both IJM and, and National American Miss is optionals. So what does this yes. mean for, for 21? So let, let me start off by this is a transition year. I'm going to speak first for 2021. For 2021, all optional contests will be combined. So we will be having and crowning one international talent winner for all the preteens, one international actress winner for all teens, one international spokesmodel winner for all junior teens, and so forth. So what this means is a NAM girl, an All-American girl, uh, IJM girl can all compete for talent but for her age division, we will crown one girl and that new banner will basically, you know, it'll say international talent, whether she's a NAM girl, an AA or IJM because an IJM girl could win, which is international. So now that title will be international and then that optional contest, but they will all be together. And I'll tell you, I've gotten the same questions, you know, well, well, that's not fair because, you know, there's so many more girls now and, you know, I have less chances of winning all of this. Well, one is we will keep an eye on it 100 percent, but 2021, they will be combined. If it does get like out astronomical, we'll look at it. We'll reevaluate it, see what we can do, even for 2021. I mean, we're going to keep an eye on all this. But for right now, the quick answer is yes, they are absolutely all combined. Going forward, 2022, you know, if IJM or NAM or anybody, you know, continues to grow as we hope it does, then maybe there is a chance that we reevaluate it at our director's meeting. And maybe we do decide to separate and have an IJM talent winner and then a NAM All-American talent winner. I'm, again, transition year. I can tell you for sure what's going to happen in 2021 because they will be combined. But again, in 2020, in 2022, they could be. <laughs> They might not be, but we will absolutely evaluate it. I think we will know a lot more after this international pageant in November to be able to plan going forward. So just know transition year, bear with us. We are happy to listen to your feedback because that's what we need to hear to know what your biggest concerns are. I'm not going to promise that they will change, but we will absolutely address them, talk about them and see how we can make this the best for everybody. Yeah, and I think that's really exciting too because when when you do look at any systems optional winners, it's mm-hmm. really rare that the same girl wins everything. Like it does it does happen where right, one contestant is really strong, but for the mm-hmm. most part the wealth is pretty yeah. well spread. So mm-hmm. definitely fair a fair concern to hear that the odds go down. But um, I think it's still really exciting, and I personally look forward to meeting all of the runway contestants, since that's the the event that I get to be a part of. So it'll be really fun for me, selfishly. 
And I'll say too, the other thing too, is I always like to tell people is, you know, optional contests, they are just that. They are optional. Mm-hmm. I know it is a big part of the system. It's a big part. These girls get really excited about doing the different optional contests, but please remember they are optional. You know, you're there to compete for that NAM title or that IGM title. That is your full focus there. But again, if you don't agree with the optional contest, with the way that they're run or the way that, you know, there's so many girls or anything like that, you don't have to compete in them. So if it's something you just, you know what, I don't like it this year. Let me just wait, see how it goes for 2022. Then again, remember you can sit out of them. The optionals have nothing to do with who wins that overall queen's title for those different systems. That's a perfect segue too, because the the other thing I I want to talk about is one aspect of IJM that's constantly lauded for is the prize package. Like it's yes. legit every year. So tell us about what that will look like for 21, because I always see them like jet setting. Um, well, and also about sponsorships. So tell yeah. us about what prize prizes look like this year for now, because things will Absolutely. change. Absolutely. I will tell you, I mean, I, you know, I drilled myself over the IGM prize package. I mean, that's why my daughter, you know, competed at the IGM, you know, event in 2019, because I was like, oh, we want to win that prize package. So I totally get it. So basically, you know, just to kind of cover a couple things, things just in general, is we're working very hard. Um, Ms. Candace Davis is our official um, sponsor coordinator. She's working with me hand in hand to elaborate on all prize packages for NAM, All-American, for IJM. We're adding on sponsors as we speak. We have lots of great things. I'll get the information to you guys. Um, but we want to elaborate on all of the prize packages. Um, we do not want to create one prize package for NAM and IJM. So there will still be a NAM Um, prize package and an IJM prize package. IJM will continue to be the crown of opportunities. They will still have international travel. International travel will always be a part of that IJM prize package, whereas it's not with NAM. You know, NAM does not have that international travel associated with it because their prize package is is structured a little bit differently. So again, they are very different. They both have their pros and cons. Um, But just so you know, IJM will always have international travel associated with it and will continue to be that crown of opportunities. And I think a big difference too, I want to point out, if you're competing for NAM for that NAM title, you have a guaranteed prize package cash award of $5,000, no matter what. It doesn't matter if you have 10 girls competing or a hundred girls competing, you will be winning $5,000 that you receive right then and there when you walk off of that stage. You don't have to put anything towards that. It is just flat out. If you qualify to compete for National American Miss and you win the NAM title, you receive $5,000 right then and there. That's always been a big Um, promo for NAM is that guaranteed cash award, whereas IGM has been structured a little bit differently, which it's not good, bad, better, worse, but we will continue to keep it the same. For mm-hmm. IGM, you have an international um, package and sponsorship fee that you have to, ba- to pay to be a part of IJM, and that includes a $100 sponsorship um, fee that you put in. So basically, you're putting in the $100 to go towards your international award prize um, cash award and that is depends on how many girls compete so it's not a guaranteed amount that you receive with IJM it depends the more girls that compete the bigger that award is and that is percentaged out between the winners and the four runners up so again it's very different that's something that has been in IJM since its birth and it will continue because again we're not here to change IJM but again we want to make the girls aware of the differences between those two prize packages again they all have different things and you really need to evaluate 
as a competitor and as a parent, what system works best for us? What do we want? Do we want our girl to focus more on the speaking and personal introduction? Do we want her to be, you know, a little bit more um, opportunity for glitz and glam and wear makeup? Do we want to focus on this part of the prize package or that part of the prize package? What is your, um, where do you place more value? Um, and to help us do that, I will want to elaborate and talk directly to our sponsors and potential sponsors as well. Mm -hmm. We already, one of the first things we did was we created our sponsorship packet for both NAM and IJM for 2021. These, um, anybody that wants to potentially be a sponsor, you can go right now to namnationals.com. It's just NAM and then nationals.com. And there is a link on there that says prize um, sponsor opportunities. And I apologize, it's on NAM Nationals right now, just because we don't have all of the um, websites available yet for IJM. But again, namnationals.com, it says prize sponsor opportunities. And you can see the 2021 NAM sponsor packet and the 2021 IJM sponsor packet. They are actually very similar as far as the opportunities that you have, but they are separate for each system. So any sponsor out there that has a business, a service, you can go look at that, fill that out. All the instructions to send that in um, is on there as well. But the thing about it is we will be evaluating this just with our director's meeting coming up. We have a photo shoot coming up this week. We will not be... Um, finalizing any of that till the end of the month, just so any sponsors know in case they do go look at that. But what it is, you're going to fill out that information. You have contact information for there. We will contact you. We will go over. Just because you fill out that paperwork doesn't mean you're automatically a sponsor. We have to evaluate every sponsor, see if you fit into that system, see how that works with other sponsors as well. But we will absolutely talk with any person that submits that application and go over review and see if that partnership will work between you and that given system. I love that. And and it's so different. The, the experiences are so different, but they're still the same. At the core, it's still an amazing camaraderie experience, whether you win or whether you learn, right? We don't, no one ever loses. They just learn and they grow. And I, before we got dive into the last um, we're here number of our outline here is, well, I, like I said, I've already attended National American Miss Nationals and, and I do work on the runway competition. And the first day you arrive on, on location, and I, I did ask Lakeisha if I could say this, um, in, the, in the welcome packet, if you're someone that works directly with contestants or families, the line is, you are never too tired because you're always tired as someone that works at a pageant. You're never too tired, exhausted, hungry, to put a smile and help out a family. And the prize package is all well and good, but the experience is what every single contestant gets. And I will promise you that whether you're competing in NAM or IJM in 21, and I have confidence saying this just because I know both pageants so well, is that it will be the experience of a lifetime. So Absolutely. the prizes are the icing on the cake. Right. I'll tell you too, just real quick before we go on, is we're so excited to get to know our new IJM title holders <clears throat> as well. Um, they are still getting, you know, 100% of their 2020 prize package. Um, of course, they're getting that, you know, from Nick, Nikki and Jess, the previous, you know, IJM directors. Um, but we here as the I Am Pageant Powerhouse, I mean, these girls are honestly going to be so darn spoiled because they're getting their 2020 <laughs> prize package from Nikki and Jess, but they're getting so much more. I mean, the day after they were crowned, um, Goodwin Photography was amazing with them. They fulfilled that prize package. They had a photo shoot there for all seven of those girls um, to fulfill their 2020 prize package. But I surprised these girls and they really did freak out because I told them, I was like, hey girls, guess what? 
you guys are coming to Orlando. Um, those girls are coming to Orlando next weekend and they are officially part of our I Am photo shoot. So we're going to have all 18 of those um, girls there. So get ready for some exciting um, you know, pictures, videos, we have so many great things planned out for them, but this will be a great chance for them to get to know their two additional sister queens. So now, you know, all three of those teens are going to be able to get together. All three of those preteens will be able to get together. We're going to take photos. You know, of course, we'll have our NAM photos, our AA photos, and then our now our IJM photos, and then we'll have some great group photos. These girls are getting so spoiled. They're going to the different parks. We're going to go to SeaWorld with them. Um, we're going to go to Discovery Cove. Um, we're, it's so many great opportunities that we are having. So we're we're really starting out building that bond because we really want everybody to understand that this is the I am pageant powerhouse. We're not just NAM. We're not just IJM. We are the I am pageant powerhouse. And that's how we want you to see us. You now get the best of all worlds and you get to choose what works best for you and make the most of that opportunity. Yes, definitely. That's so special. The sister queen experience is part is one of the best parts of the entire experience of pageantry. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Lakeisha, but I had some sister queens in my wedding. Yes, Did you? absolutely. Yeah. We all, if you're a pageant girl, you're going to have a pageant girl in your wedding. You are 100%. not a pageant girl unless you have at least one pageant girl in your wedding. Sorry, just saying. Or, atten- or attending. Attending is fine, too. Yes, yes. You're right. You know, some of <laughs> I, had, I had no sisters to put in my wedding, so I had to pull. But you better believe it's like a reunion. At every um, wedding, you know, I've gone to, like, kind of NAM-style weddings, we always take, you know, a NAMly picture. Like, it's mm-hmm. always half the, half the people in attendance are in this photo. And everybody's like, oh, is this a photo of everybody? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just name. It just happens to be half of the people in attendance. But yeah, we're going to get this photo. You can take it for us, though. <laughs> All right. So the last topic I wanted to cover today is it's kind of an elephant in the room. Um, mm-hmm. But nationals is one thing for a pageant. But so much of the love for a pageant system starts at the very beginning, starts at that state pageant experience. And those directors on the state level are the heartbeat of any organization. And and if there's no IJM state pageants in 2021, there technically are no state directors. So what does it mean for IJM state directors and their future involvement? Perfect. Um, this is a great question. I'm so glad you brought this up just so, you know, we can put it out there. Um, I will be honest with you guys. My heart hurts for the 2020 IGM state directors um, only because I do feel like, you know, they found out, you know, very last minute, if not, you know, whenever I was walking up on that stage, which was not what I was kind of under the impression would happen. Um, but that was again, completely out of my control. Um, I will tell you, I have personally been in touch with, I believe, every single 2020 IJM state director, um, maybe except for one. I sent out an initial email, but I've either responded to them or talked to them directly um, just to kind of let them know kind of, you know, where we are, what we're doing, you know, what our game plan was, what it is. So I have been in direct communication with them. Um, I've even talked, I mean, some of them I've already worked with to purchase, you know, banners to help compensate some of that cost. So like I said, we are working directly with them. If there's any that I have missed or have not spoken to, please reach out to me directly because I want to have that candid conversation with each of you. Um, like, like you just said, Jesse, um, we will not have any directors for IJM for 2021. Um, for 2022, you know, we're still working out all of those details or logistics. Um, I'm not saying that all of those will come back and be directors, you know, any or all of them. But what we are doing is, you know, we're talking to them to see, you know, is there any way that you can have, you know, any role going forward? Um, you know, there are some that I'm talking to um, more than others, because honestly, some of those 2020 IGM directors were sponsors for us. So we're talking about that continued, you know, um, involvement through a sponsorship level. Um, you know, if any of them maybe possibly become like a liaison or become maybe 
maybe just, you know, a production team, maybe a staff member at nationals. So there are several options. Um, you know, that option of being a state director might not be there right now um, or going forward, or there might be some other options for them. So I will tell you that I am here to talk with every single one of them. You know, some of them I've been in talks with, you know, more than others. But yes, absolutely. My heart hurts because I could never imagine putting my, you know, life and soul into an organization. I know the love that they had for IJM as a dynasty, the love they had for those individual girls, and to just have that just kind of cut off, you know, before you were ready for it. I absolutely 100% get it, understand it, and I want to do everything within my power to make it easier for them. Um, but please know, it just, it, it, my heart does hurt for them, um, that it couldn't have been done maybe a little bit differently or that we don't have, you know, more of a need for them sooner. Yeah. Well, you say, you say that that's totally fair. I think the other thing is too, more contestants at a national pageant means more hands needed on deck too. So I, I think uh, anyone that wants to stay involved, certainly I'm, I shouldn't say certainly, I'm sure that I am pageant powerhouse will find a place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I love I love hearing that. And I you know what I also loved? I loved hearing that so many contestants were concerned yes. for the state yes. directors. That really warmed up too that that you they think of contestants like family. It was nice to hear the contestants reciprocate that. I thought that was really special. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will say also, I have also talked with, um, I believe, almost all of the international directors as well. So at the international level, again, that is a kind of one off. So I am in talks with all of the international directors as well, because that, of course, again, that is a transition year as well for the international directors. But I do just want to make sure everybody's aware that we will still remain as an international event, as an international pageant. We still will have international title holders, but I am in the talks with those international directors to see, you know, how we're going to keep that relationship going as well. Love to hear it. So, okay, we covered a ton. Um, <laughs> so if you want me to bring Lakeisha back, if you have more questions, email me, jesse, J-E-S-S-E at pageantplanet.com. Let me know what other questions you have that we didn't get to and, and shout it out so we know to bring Lakeisha or any other members of the I Am Pageant Powerhouse organization onto the podcast. But Lakeisha, I want to make sure um, that you have a chance to, one, add anything else you're thinking, and two, give some contact info for how we can get a hold of you. Absolutely. So here, for, for those of you that do know me, you know that, I mean, this pageant industry is my world. It is my everything. This is what I live and die for. Um, I am here to answer every single question. Um, you, every single person has direct communication to me. Um, on that announcement that I made on January 2nd, I gave out my direct cell phone number and email address. And we'll make sure we put that in the comments and everything as well. <clears throat> But the phone number to, for, to have any questions answered for IJM is 832-652-6484. I'll be honest, text is the best way because we can respond by text immediately, um, you know, almost immediately. But text mm. is the best way to get in touch with us there on that number. If you want to send an email, the main email for right now is I am IJM. 2021 at gmail.com. Now here's the little secret I'm going to tell everybody. I am the one answering all of those messages, <laughs> that number and that email. The secret is out of the bag. Okay. Let me tell you another secret because I was so, I guess on kind of an adrenaline rush after that announcement on January 2nd, I don't think I stepped off that stage till about 
maybe 1030. And then I didn't stop answering questions, you know, in person in the lobby and in the hallways, probably till about midnight. But I will tell you guys, I did not go to sleep until 7 a.m. that morning because I refused to go to sleep without answering every email and text message that came in. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you said that because if you didn't, I was going to. And that just that just goes back to that customer service we talked about, that mentality of I am pageant powerhouse. It's every question gets answered, every family gets treated like royalty, whether it's their first year, it's their fifth year, or they're a national, international queen. That's going to be what you can expect from the merger. And, and I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to hear that. And I'll say one, one last thing I just want to touch on is yep. um, we, we did something with National American Miss last year that I really fell in love with. And, and this relates to this as well. You know, one of my, I don't want to use the word pet peeves, but it really is kind of one of my pet peeves is there's so many girls out there asking questions just on social media to random people and asking questions in these, you know, just one-off groups and things like that. And they're getting incorrect information. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I feel so bad. So I'm like, why are you asking questions to people that don't have the answers <laughs> in these groups when you can, you have my number, you have my email, you have my text message, you have my personal cell phone. Send me a text. I can answer your question and give you the correct answer. Um, so with that being said, um, by next week, I will have two official Facebook groups created. One will be for National American Miss and All American Miss contestants, and one will be for IJM contestants. The way that you are allowed to enter this official Facebook group is once you are registered um, and have made you know that first initial payment. So for an IJM girl, you just have to register at IJM. 2021.com, make at least your $50 registration fee, then you will receive an email next week to join the official Facebook group for IJM International 2021, which will have myself, Miss Candace Davis, who's one of our royalty and sponsor coordinators, Miss Tiffany Riley, who is one of our royalty coordinators and our social media coordinator. We will be the ones running that page and answering those questions. So that way, you know, if you are a little bit more like, oh, let me just, you know, I prefer to ask questions on social media. Um, we will be um, um, putting announcements and posts and things in there first before we make announcements anywhere else. For NAM girls, um, same setup we had the setup for last year. We will have a NAM Nationals 2021 official Facebook page. Once you have qualified for Nationals, registered for Nationals, and made at least your first payment, you will be able to join that page. So the only caveat there is a lot of those girls haven't qualified yet, so they won't be able to be a part of that page until their state events. But I do want to say just really quickly two things about 2020 for NAM and for IGM. For NAM, any 2020 NAM state queen from 2020, you qualify, you should have received your information by now to be a part of our alumni fast pass. So every 2020 state queen for NAM can fast pass directly into the All American Miss pageant. Um, that information has gone out. That information is also on namnationals.com for those girls. It says alumni fast pass, but there's actually even discounts and an option to get a free banner through that. But that discount expires January 31st. So if you have information or questions about that, feel free to contact our NAM office. But again, I want to make sure those 2020 NAM state queens know that. And then last thing I want to say is for 2020 IJM title holders, this probably got lost in my announcement because once I started talking, people just got a little, you know, um, foggy brained. Um, hmm. But also a website that is IJM2020.com. And what we decided when I sat down with Steve and Kathleen and Tiffany and Candace, and we said, 
with this merger, we want to make this very seamless. And we want these 2020 girls to realize that we love them, we care about them, and we want this to be a great transition. So every 2020 title holder, whether you attended internationals or not, if you were awarded a 2020 title, we want you to go to IJM2020.com. Fill out the contact information, submit your your official title, your pictures. You can put a testimonial. Um, This is all due by January 31st, but we will be creating a 2020 master um, farewell video collage basically thing is what we're doing for all 2020 title holders. Because a lot of them were taking, you know, they didn't have a pageant there. You know, they're not going to have a pageant to go to, um, to do farewells. They're not going to have, you know, any of that opportunities. So we want to to pay homage to those girls and keep that IJM dynasty going and pay tribute to each of those 2020 title holders. We're also going to open this collage and farewell up to the 2020 IJM state directors as well, because they work just as hard as those title holders did. So we really want to pay tribute to all of those girls and directors that were part of that IJM dynasty for 2020 as well. Well, this has been hugely helpful, even for me, one that works with Pageant Planet to understand the landscape better. So like I said, if you have other questions, you can email me, you can email. Actually, if you have any other questions, Lakeisha just gave you her cell phone number. Just get, send her a text, for goodness sakes. Get the answer straight from the source. If you have other questions or you want me to have Mrs. Lakeisha on again, let us know. We'd be happy to do that. Um, as we know, I always like spending time with Lakeisha, so that's fine with me. But uh, thanks so much to Lakeisha Edwards for joining us, and thank you for listening. And if you you've received any benefit from this show or from previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It may seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. Until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world. 